unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? I'm great, Nathan. How are you? I'm good. I should have changed the intro. The world's greatest copywriting coach and multiple times Amazon best-selling author, David Garfinkel. Oh, best-selling. Are you talking about this, the Persuasion Story Code? Absolutely. Reviews are pouring in and a lot of positive feedback from people checking out the book, digging the book. We had a discussion about why I like it so much yesterday, and uh, I'm excited to jump into today's episode because there's there's a little bit of tie-in with what we're going to be talking about today and with what's in your latest book. So I'm I'm stoked, man. There is. So um, it's it's kind of like a next phase after the book, but it, it definitely applies to or the book talks about it. Well, I'll just start. How do you keep your prospects' attention and even create unexpected moments of fascination throughout your copy? One of the greatest surefire solutions that is paradoxically is also one of the least well-known and that's micro stories these little gems have all the power of stories with none of the heavy lifting requirements of a hero's journey story mm-hmm. you can easily sprinkle micro stories throughout your copy replacing interesting parts of your pitch with little gems that are truly intriguing not just interesting but intriguing not only that but these micro stories can make up complete posts on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And there's a real good chance that they'll be more interesting than if you presented the same information without putting it into a story. Today, we'll find out what micro stories are, how easy they are to create, and how to use them to maximum advantage. But here is your copywriter's podcast advantage. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. And most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So, you know, when People, when copywriters especially, when they hear the word story, they automatically think of the opening story, opening story for a a long sales page or even a short piece of copy. And what's worse, they usually and automatically assume it has to be some kind of hero's journey story. Now, to be sure, many opening stories are slimmed down versions of the hero's journey story. But even if that's what you're going to do, it's still a big mistake to assume that the beginning is the only place you're going to use a story in your copy. So most of the stories in my book, The Persuasion Story Code, are micro stories, sometimes only one or two paragraphs long. And what are they? A micro story is basically, it's a little slice of life involving a person, an action, a feeling, and a result. A person an action, a feeling, and a result. Nothing fancy, bare bones. The great thing about these stories is you can use them throughout your copy, even in places where you didn't think you could use a story. 
And Nathan, you wanted to mention something about a great book we've talked about before, Wired for Story by Lisa Crone. Yeah, you turned me on to that book a few years back, and it was one of those kind of like aha moments for me. She talks about stories a little bit more in depth and more layered. She says, every story has to have a setting. I was at this place, a time, yesterday morning, a person, stakes. If I didn't get this done, this was going to happen. And so she has a bunch of elements that she says every story should have. I noticed, though, that in the stories in your book, a lot of them are kind of stripped down to just some very core elements and they still evoke the same thing, though. They still they still have that effect of, oh, I need to read this to find out what's about to happen. So it gets the same accomplishment across, but it seems like the stuff that you're talking about is not quite as in-depth or maybe it's it's boiled down. It's more concentrated. Yeah, it's it's more conversational. I think what Lisa is talking about without realizing it or without saying so explicitly is stories that are going to be used commercially in fiction or in screenplays, in movies, TV, video games. And I think she's right about that. But, you know, a lot of persuasion story did not come out of film and fiction. It came out of real life and what we do all the time and what great persuaders do. And you don't need as many of those elements. You don't need high stakes. You don't need um, a huge transformation. You don't need an important life lesson. You just need something to happen, usually with a person. We'll, we'll talk about that more later. But the I think the key point in what you're saying is the stories Lisa Crone talks about, we are wired genetically, neurologically, we are wired to pay attention to those stories and block everything else out. And the same thing is true with these micro stories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, another way to say that is every time you use a story, you tell a story, you write a story, you take advantage of this automatic attention galvanizing effect of stories. Mm-hmm. Now, In your copy, you can use bullet points or benefit statements or starting questions and statements, but you're missing a lot of bets if you don't use or even replace some of those with stories. And you you can turn a statement, a benefit statement, or a bullet point into a micro story. And I'm, I'm going to give you an example right now, and you can see how the mini story micro story is a little longer not much it's still you know less than a minute only a paragraph but just notice the difference in in how it affects you so nathan you and i have both worked in the hydroponics fertilizer industry (laughs) i have you oh yes i i didn't say any illegal words i just said hydroponics (laughs) and so let's say that you're you have a manual on growing indoors using lights and so you have a bullet point these three lightning hacks will smooth out your growing cycle and increase your yield by up to 35 percent well for a grower that's interesting but let's turn it into a micro story and see if it's more interesting if you're like most growers you pay attention to how where and when you use your lights, 
but you probably don't know these pro hacks that smooth out your growing cycle and increase your yields by up to 35%. Think about how happy you'll feel when you realize you're getting improved results like that. Mm. Okay. Second one, it took, especially if you're in the market, but even if you're not, it's like, yeah, I can, I can see that. That's interesting. Right. Mm. And so what's the difference? The first one was the benefit statement. The micro story does a few things. It made it more personal and more real to the prospect by putting them in the story. It puts them in the story when it says, if you're like most growers, you pay attention to, but you probably don't know and think of how happy you'll feel. Those are all bringing the reader right into the story. And so let's see, what, what else do we do? We put emotion in it. Think of how happy you'll feel when you're getting improved results like that. Okay. As opposed to this bullet point, these three lightning hacks will smooth out your growing cycle and increase your yield up to 35%. Now, the reader can go through all the process. They can get reflective and say, hmm, am I paying? Do I know hacks that are smoothing out my? And that's exactly what you don't want. You know, you want to do that work for them. Okay. And that's what a micro story does. Hmm. What I really like about this also is tying in that emotional roller coaster. That's what makes this a story for me is the feeling of um, fret. I'm paying attention to this stuff. I'm worried about this stuff. And then the introduction of, oh, maybe I don't know about something. And then the final step of the story, imagine how happy you'll feel when. So we go on this emotional roller coaster. So even though it's one paragraph and even though it's not a hero's journey or or what people would classically think of a story, it takes you through the, the anxiety, the salt in the wounds, the mystery object that makes everything better, and then the final resolution at the end. So it's perfectly a story and it all happens in one paragraph. Yeah, so that, that's your, your perfect example of a micro story. Now, another thing you can do, and I'll, I'll give an example of this a little later on because um, it, it illustrates another point really well, um, but you can present your testimonials in the form of a short story. This is very powerful. And I have a client, Ari Nasirian, and Nersisian, excuse me, and he did this in a promo uh, for a, a publishing product, a design publishing product. And he had an escalating series of testimonials in the copy. And he actually got feedback from people who said the reason they bought the thing that moved the needle is I couldn't stop reading about people like me who achieve such spectacular results. So if you put, if you stack a series of testimonials as a different kind of value stack, you get this compound compounding effect of emotion mm. and makes it more intriguing nice that's a, a lot of different paths we can go down with the testimonials but i like what he's doing there are you getting tired of using the hero's journey in your sales copy over and over again my book the persuasion story code will help you put together stories that convince your prospects and resolve their objections if you are a copywriter You'll appreciate that every single one of the 25 kinds of stories in this book have been proven time and time again in profitable sales copy. But I've also used these kinds of stories to close five and six figure deals for my own business. And so have many of my clients. These stories are easy to create and easy to tell. They sound like ordinary conversation. 
but they are all designed and proven to lead to a yes. You can get the Persuasion Story Code on Amazon.com. So get your copy today. Let's talk about something different. Now, let's let's talk about social media, especially social media where you have short videos. I mean, even YouTube has this. Now, YouTube, the home of the two and three and five hour uh, monologue, right? But they have YouTube shorts now, which are 59 seconds or less. TikTok, of course, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Micro stories work better than a simple sales pitch or you just expressing your opinion or offering an insight about something because stories have that captivating power. When you have a good short form story on your page, the platform actually prioritizes your content. Mm -hmm. Uh, People prefer that kind of content. So you get more views and more likes and, and the platform, the algorithm privileges it. And TikTok is built for that. But even Facebook and Instagram reward you for all forms of short form content, short form stories. And of course, the most powerful type of short form story is not a two hour hero's journey story, but a micro story. You get higher consumption rate and higher promotion, even from the platform. And again, YouTube shorts, people have been able to build very huge followings quickly with those. Now, let me give you an example of something. Aaron Gensler, who was on our show a few weeks ago, as we're recording this, actually will be on our show 10 days from now in real time, but you've already seen him on the show. He just posted a terrific review on Amazon for my book. And I took exactly his same points, 95% of his same language, and I changed it into a micro micro story. And I keep wanting to call them mini stories, but they're not mini stories, they're micro stories. And I just made a few changes. Let me read it to you, and then we can analyze it and see if this is a little more captivating than your typical Amazon review. Now, what he wrote was very captivating. Far be it for me to criticize Aaron, but I just tweaked it a little bit. So here it is. In my business, we use stories a lot, and I'm always looking for new applications to use their power in our promotions. Remember, he's in the financial publishing business. When I picked up David Garfinkel's The Persuasion Story Code, I saw how his work cuts through all the noise and clarifies how to build better trust, credibility, and commonality. What I really like the book is how it shows what makes a good story stick in the reader's mind. That's why I'm recommending that everyone who wants to do better with stories and even everyday conversations read this book. Okay, so that was a micro story. It might just sound like somebody talking about a book, but there are six actions in about 45 seconds. In my business, we use, I'm always looking, I picked up the book, I saw this, I liked that, I'm recommending that. That's six actions. And there's a person in this story. That's the person, Aaron, he's talking about himself. And there's a motion I liked and an action I'm recommending. So those are, those are your basic elements of a story. Actions, a person, emotion, and, um, and, 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 and something happening. Again, I, I tweaked what was already a well-written review that was more in typical review form, which was appropriate for 
Amazon, and I put it in story form just for the purpose of illustration. Mm. Another person who I see does this very well is Alex Hermosi on his YouTube and TikTok videos. They're almost always story-based. It's, hey, if you're looking for this result, don't believe the common sense or the commonly accepted explanation about this. Here's why it's wrong. Here's what you need to do instead. And if you do this instead, you're going to get this result. And I've got the proof because I've done it. And that's pretty much the format of most of his videos. But they're all little 45, 50, 60 second stories that take you through that emotional roller coaster. So whether it's a review on Amazon, whether it's a testimonial, whether it's a small piece of your sales copy, or like you were mentioning, you can also take this and turn it into standalone single pieces of content that get repurposed as video content as well. Yeah. And here's what's interesting. This is the first time I've ever heard you talk about him. Now, I know he's been doing this big launch and everything, but I don't think you're an Alex Harmosi fanboy. I think you probably like him, but it's not something you're obsessed with. And and yet, you remember. It's so stuck in your mind because, because he formatted it that way. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about one other point before we wrap up, and that's proof elements. So the old standby saying is, People buy an emotion and they justify with proof or they justify intellectually. Mm-hmm. But the pro, and that's true, but the problem with that as guidance is that people tend to take it too far and they think of intellectual as strictly factual and frankly a little boring. And you can do better because you want to keep your reader engaged, especially these days every step of the way by making your proof elements exciting rather than factual. Mm -hmm. Now, it's true, again, that most forms of proof depend on facts, but if your copy is exciting and then it's exciting, 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 and then the factual is dry as dust, you're going to lose that emotional momentum you had going, right? Mm -hmm. You know what? You, when we were brainstorming this, you had a incredible story about, about, um, I guess they're, their TikTok videos or their Instagram videos that Bella watches. Do you want, you want to talk about those? Yeah. So my daughter, she's 14. She loves TikTok. And so I watch a lot of the videos. Her mom also loves it. Everybody loves TikTok nowadays, but TikTok, same thing. Even if it's not a sales message, story videos, It starts out, there's a girl riding a skateboard. What is she going to do? Is she going to do a cool cool trick? Is she going to pull it off? Is she going to eat dirt? Is she going to land face first on the pavement? We don't know. We have to watch to find out. Uh, A person grabs a a piece of paper and a pencil and they start sketching. What is this going to be? Is it going to be an amazing drawing? Am I going to learn a cool trick to to? use a pencil in a different way that I never knew. I've got to watch the rest of the video. There's a story element to it. So stories work great, but a lot of the videos that she watches are like these influencer videos and they're they're very similar. They usually have like a girl kind of talking monotone. Oh my gosh, you guys, I found the coolest accessory for my puppy. I do it like this and I put it on here and I snap it on her collar and look at all the looks that we get while we're on out on our walk. I just love this thing. And if you want to find out more, you can go get it at whatever or 
oh my gosh, you guys, I found the coolest hair dye. I wanted my hair to be this color. I tried this other one and it didn't work out very well. But then I found this one and I used it and oh, look at how pink my hair is now. It's so beautiful. What do you think? Leave a comment and let me know what you think about my new hair color. Or sometimes kitchen utensils, I see a lot of them with... Oh my gosh, you guys, I found this new spatula and you're not going to believe how I can use this to keep my noodles from becoming oversaturated. What I do is, and I do this, and then I do this, and look how easy this is. You should try it for yourself and let me know in the comments how it works for you. And it's the proof element. It's right there on video and it says, hey, I was trying to get this result. I found this cool thing that does it for me. Watch, I'm going to show it to you just by recording this 50 second video. And influencer marketing uses this microscript template or idea over and over again. And it's one of the best selling techniques right now on Instagram and on TikTok. So if you've been skeptically listening, all you have to do is open up TikTok and you see that what David's talking about is used a million times a day over and over again. And it's being used so much because it works. Well, I'm very proud of myself because I, I came up with a lot of these ideas without having a 14 year old daughter or any daughter. <laughs> But um, I, I love the fact that, that you could bring that in because it makes it very real and immediate. And obviously, the shampoo companies and the kitchen utensil companies and the dog accessory companies are spending money on these kind of things, even if they don't call them micro stores, even if they just say, influencer, do your thing, you know. And that's a great way to, uh, you know, solve the potential boredom problem using testimonials and case studies by phrasing them as micro stories. Mm -hmm. And the, the trick here is to structure and phrase them as narratives where something happened that led to a desired result. I mean, they're, you know, it's like when, when your influencers are telling their stories, what they don't realize is there's a, or maybe they realize it, but they're not, they're certainly not focusing on the passage of time, but there is a passage of time, you know, Oh my God, my you guys! I tried this, and then this happened. Those are that's a sequence in time. That's not every story has that, but it it makes for a good story, and it it gets the person watching it to relive the experience of the person telling it. That's an important clue. Before we jump into the recap, I want to share uh, something and then get your take on it. The way that I see this, because in traditional copywriting, I mean. It, Everybody knows, start off your hook with a story and it grabs people's attention and pulls them in. And then maybe you have a pain point story or a origin story, a how this was created or how I discovered this story. But usually those are just at the beginning of the sales letter. We use them to grab people's attention and pull them in. What mm -hmm. I like about the examples that we covered today and that you really get into in the book is kind of like a season of a TV show where there's one overarching story. That's the whole sales piece. But each episode has its own individual story that keeps the plot progressing. And what I really love about this is you show how to use stories at every aspect of the sales page. So at the beginning to grab them, in the middle to gain their trust, you know, three-fourths of the way through to help them identify with other buyers. And then at the end of the sales letter to really drive home this the offer, you show how to use stories, not just at the first two episodes, but all the way through the whole season of this of the TV show to keep that analogy going. So um that 
that powerful aspect that a story can do for a sales message isn't just at the beginning and then lost throughout the rest of the sales letter. You show how to use these these different types of stories at different parts of the sales letter that to keep the momentum going, it, it adds a pacing to sales messages that I think a lot of copywriters are missing out on. Yeah, I agree. And thank you for that. I never quite looked at it like a TV series, but you're absolutely right. And that's a really good analogy. So that actually transitions pretty neatly into our recap because you can use stories. First point, you can use stories anywhere in your copy just as Nathan was saying. Most of them don't need to be a hero's journey story, but you can always fit in a micro story to get more traction with your prospect's attention, more traction, with, and that's what you want because you know they can get very excited, but then their interest can fall off as you're moving through. You wanna keep that interest high all the way through. Mm -hmm. And on TikTok, point two, TikTok, Facegram, Facegram. Oh, there's a brand new social media site. On TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms, try micro stories to get attention and engagement from your viewers. And, you know, remember all of Nathan's influencer examples. Uh, and finally, use micro stories to make your proof elements more interesting and increase their convincing power. And finally, your call to action today is to get the persuasion story code on Amazon available now both as a Kindle or as a paperback. All right. And we will have the link to get the book on Amazon in the show notes. You can find the show notes over at copywriterspodcast.com. David, man, uh, this is a fun episode. I, I appreciate you putting it together and a great way to tie it into the book. And if you're listening to this and you haven't got your hands on the book yet, get it. It's freaking amazing. It goes against some of the dogma or the religion that maybe a lot of copywriters and marketers are bought into. But if you're willing to look at something with some fresh eyes and really take your copy to the next level, this is a book that you have to have on your bookshelf. Yeah. And I, and I also want to say, if you are wedded to the hero's journey story and you need to start your copy, you can still do that. But this is how you can add story power all the way through. Absolutely. All right. Copywriterspodcast.com. While you're there, make sure that you subscribe. If you find us on your favorite podcast app, leave a rating and a review. We would love you forever if you do. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Hey, did you enjoy today's show? Want to help get it into the ears of more listeners? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.